The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We're going to stay on the issue of money because the amount of parents who are saying that back to school costs are a financial burden has risen to almost 80% as the cost of living crisis continues to hit homes across the country. Louise Bayliss is spokesperson for Spark, that's single parents acting for the rights of kids. And she joins me now in the studio. The return to school costs, the most significant elements of them, Louise, is it uniforms? Is it books? What? It's it's books. And for primary school teachers, primary school pupils that's going to be reduced this year which is really hopeful and it's really good move by the government that all primary school children will be entitled to free books. The group I feel most sorry for are parents of children who are going into first year this year they've missed out on the free books, it must be killing them to see they've missed out on the free books they're going into first year this year and last year Barnardo's cost of back to school report showed that for first year it's on average about 814 euro to get a child back to school in 814, 814 euro. euro between books, um, uniforms, voluntary contributions, all of the works. It's 814 euro. That's a lot of money. And when you look at, um, you know, for parents who are on social welfare or low incomes, they're entitled to back to school clothing and footwear allowance. But that would be entitled. That would be a payment of 385 euro for back for a, for a parent. So there's a big shortfall between 814 and 380 385 euro. So a lot of parents will be very worried, really struggling hard to wonder how they will get their children back to school in September. And inevitably, we have it every single solitary September, there are children who are shamed in school at some stage. They go back to school, they're denied access to lockers, they're denied access to rental books because their parents haven't paid. And, you know, we've had so many parents contacting us over the years, in tears, going, my child was humiliated in school, They were, or, you know, or sent a letter home and everybody knew it was the children who hadn't paid and all of this you know in a time when there's a cost of living crisis it is really worrying and can I just say as well Anton this is also for lone parents in particular and I suppose anybody you know any working parents it's a it's a very expensive time where you've got children who are now suddenly off school for the next two months you know summer camps they are available but they're very expensive and how you fund that maybe 800 euro extra childcare costs while looking at paying maybe up to 800 euro to get a child into school worrying times for parents. How much of that is immovable because when you look at the breakdown of the costs I assume some of it like the the books you may have to pay but is there a genericization of uniforms there, yeah I mean th- there is stuff that has been done and and you know I know St Vincent de Paul have done huge work on this going in and out to the you know s- secondary school teachers unions and all of those groups saying can we get you know if you want to choose a choose a grey jumper and get your own crest and let's sew it on choose a grey pair of trousers and let's be done with it but you know for instance I'm my own daughter's school, it's the most and I, I can say it because I know she won't be listening, the most awful blue colour trousers or skirt and you can only How buy it on one she's not show. listening? She might be a huge <laughs> she, fan never, she never listens to me so I can be guaranteed she'll never hear it but it's the most horrible blue but you can only get it on one shop. So I mean why can't we go and every year they do a survey in the school, do you want to go to grey and black trousers? Every year 99% of parents say yes please and every year we're back to these blue trousers that can be bought in one shop. Talk to me about the voluntary contribution because whenever that is mentioned the immediate text response is voluntary isn't the right word. That's absolutely true and and this is where I feel very conflicted because I know the capita grant per student has dropped and principals are struggling to keep the lights on and the heating on. So I have huge sympathy for schools where they feel compelled to do it but I also have huge sympathy for parents who just can't come up with it and there has to be a way and I don't know 
Um, I, I feel sometimes that parents and schools are at loggerheads about these voluntary contributions, where in fact they should really club together and go, do you know what, that's it, we can't do it, you know, and make the government pay the proper capita grant, and that's what the money should be being used. We're talking about a windfall tax coming down our way. If, if we're sending children to school in classrooms where teachers are genuinely afraid they can't pay the electricity bill, it's wrong. Now, you're talking about the cost there of €814 Euro for a child return to first class, I think, first was the, year, first, the first year, year my apologies. Yeah. Now, if that is borne by two parents, obviously there are two incomes in, in uh, some families that are two-parent families that will help alleviate that. Two parents also mean that you can alleviate some of the cost of childcare uh, because you can share between the child. Share, yeah. so for single parents, parent, I assume it's particularly difficult. Particularly difficult. I mean, you're caught in that, and, and I know this from, you know, working with Spark, is that so many parents choose to give up work during the summer months because they just can't afford to do it. Then you're relying on social welfare for the two months of the summer. And again, also, some of them are compelled because they're working as special needs assistants or, you know, in creches, you know, in the ECI year, you don't get paid for the summer. So all of those are compelled to rely on social welfare for the thing, for the summer months, um, and also because of the cost of childcare. And then you're trying to come up with 814 euro or potentially more. And the issue is that if you look at social welfare rates, last last two weeks ago, I think, the Vincentian Partnership, the MESEL report, which is the Minimum Essential Standard of Living report came out, and it looked at what a social welfare child a child on social welfare gets. It's 50 euro per week. Now, you add on social, your child benefit onto that, that's another 32. That's 82 euro per week to raise a 15, 16-year-old child. It is not possible. And basically what the MESEL report has shown, that that's a shortfall every week of 57 euro per week to feed and clothe that child. So you can imagine the pressure of a parent who's looking with a secondary school child that I'm already 57 euro a week. How am I going to come up with 814, even taking And off. of course it is worth resetting. That is 814 per child. Per child. So if you have three or four kids, you Absolutely. are staring at a huge bill to huge get them back Huge bill. In. And as you said, if you're doing it on two incomes, it's a very difficult task. On one income, it's it's horrifying and scary. You are preaching to the choir in terms of the text response. I have no choice in where I buy my daughter's coat for secondary school. It's a very standard black padded jacket, but it has the school crest on it. It will cost me 75 quid. I could get a black jacket that's better quality, warmer with a hood, a lot cheaper, but I can't because if she wears a different jacket, it, she'll be punished and get detention. It's ridiculous. Another, the full cost of senior cycle books, which I have to buy because the school does not offer book rental for senior cycle. It's available up only until junior cert. Ten euro for locker. Ten euro for school dairy. Specific fees for the subject she will be studying, plus a voluntary contribution per family of one hundred and fifty euro, irrespective of how many children you have in the school. I've one, but it's the same fee for three. Parents have no place to complain or report schools for things like this. Why are schools allowed to impose these costs unchecked? Do you see a big variance in the way different schools handle this? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've seen some schools are so um, considerate. Um, I, I have to be honest, this school my daughter went to in primary school, they were just absolutely amazing. You know, they, you know, if they were bringing in swimming classes, you were given six weeks notice, you were given time to pay, no child was shamed. But every, every September, I literally get so upset reading the emails that come in through Spark where children are going home. And, and you know, it turns a child off school and it turns them off the education system 
system for what a lousy 50 euro or something small like that and we're destroying children's journey through school it's pathetic and petty and some teachers do not seem to understand the pressure other parents are some teachers are fabulous and they really manage it brilliantly so it would be wrong to cast every teacher but I think there should be some education around it and unions need to step up here and understand while they're protecting uh, teachers they also have workers who are struggling at the moment and teachers need to be cognizant. Louise thank you that is Louise Bayless who is spokesperson for Spark and Spark of course being single parents acting for the rights of kids 53106 if you want to get in touch with the show The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk.